All right. So, of course, I know what your book is about because I helped you publish. But um, <laughs> you can share with us briefly uh, what Purge is about. So Purge originally um, was meant to be a a focused range. Um because there were some things that I was really angry about or just were constantly on my mind or just a big issue for me. So it was a way of getting it out, getting it on paper, um, so I could begin to deal with the emotions surrounding uh, these memories, thoughts, or situations um, that kept recurring and being a place of bondage to some degree. Um, right. So it, that's really what it initially was about. And then as I wrote and continued to write, um, it became more therapeutic and it became um, a way of doing exactly what the title is, which is just releasing um, from my mind um, the things that I need to let go of. And in that, I share some of the things that I did and I'm still currently doing to help me navigate um, some of these things because some of these uh, situations are still ongoing, not so much because I've chosen for them to be, but because it's just the nature of um, what it is, uh, especially if we're talking about something has to do with paperwork or follow-through or something along those lines um, where mm-hmm. I get into the things with the military, um, that's something that's ongoing. So that's not something I can release and lay down. Right. However, right. Um, I can approach things differently now since I am fully aware of right. um, the impact that it had on me um, completely mind, body, and spirit, you know. Right. Um, every Everything doesn't always hit you in all three ways, but this one, that particular situation definitely took a complete, um, it's complete toll. Right. So that's what it originally, that's where it stemmed from, that's what it was about. It was um, to help me sort. And then I was like, well, you know, I'm not the only one who needs to know that they're sorting and it's okay and it's about sorting um, in the first place. Like, go ahead and and hash it out however you have to. Um, And you're not the only one going through. And when I look at someone who has dealt with mental health or is dealing with mental health, um, even to the point of considering um, suicide, it's the first thing I think is, you know, do they have a purpose? Do they right. know what their purpose is in this life? Right. And where have they lost sight of that? And why does the situation, whatever it may be, seem so overwhelming that they feel it's best to just be removed completely right. as opposed right. to just 
taking some time and getting away, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, to sit down and, and go through whatever process is necessary for me. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so that pretty much you kind of answered the next question because the next question was why did you choose to write about it? So you kind of um, tied that in, so we'll skip that question. Um, did you put yourself on a schedule or were you able to flow? Well, I did both things. Um, originally in 2013, I had this, flow going, and that helped um, shape uh, this future manuscript. But then when I got back home, I actually could not find the manuscript, and Uh, I thought because I did it all online that I would be able to pull it up, and I saved it to my email and all of that, and it was just nowhere to be found, Um, which you know, like never happened. So I really was kind of like, okay, what is this? Right. <laughs> so, um, and even the laptop I was using at the time, like, was no longer, I don't know, everything had to be replaced. So wow. um, that made me have to start over again. And so wow. at that point, I had a timeline because I wanted it to be done and out within a year and all of that. Um, But in going through that, I was getting more thoughts and more ideas and different ways I wanted to present things. And I found that I got some of my best ideas mobile. So if I was moving, then the thoughts were coming. And most of the time, if you're moving, you don't have anything to record anything with. Gotcha. (laughs) Um, so then that became a whole struggle. It's like, okay, now let's start playing these games so I can kind of remember at least some form of what, you know, had dropped in my, my mind or my spirit. Right. So from there, there was a period where not that I stopped, but I kind of pulled back. Um, gotcha. Kind of life just step in a little bit, and so that threw me off of my schedule. And then came the whole, well, how much do I want to reveal? Or what do I really want to talk about? Right. Like, it, it's one thing to write everything down when it's for yourself and it's a journal. It's another thing to decide, well, yeah, this really probably would be most beneficial, but I don't really want to share that yet. Right. I'm not really ready to um, address this in a public format. Uh, So that actually took my timeline and threw it down the drain for a little bit. (laughs) Right. um, As I went through that whole process, um, I was able to start gaining other perspectives. And that was the other thing, too, that I appreciated. Even though I didn't get to stick to my original timeline, I appreciated the growth that I had during that delay. Um, So with this final work, I was able to approach things um, with a different mindset, and it wasn't all angry, you know. Yeah, It's more of a conversation, which is what it should be in the first place. 
Right. Okay. And just to let you know, are you familiar with Google Docs? I'm familiar. I probably only used it where I know that I was using it probably once or twice. <laughs> okay, okay. And the reason why I ask that is because with Google Docs, um, you will be able to at any given time go to um, go because you can either put an app on the app on your phone or get to any computer anytime and where you left off at, you could start. Mm-hmm. And another awesome thing about that is in Google Docs, if you go to the Tools tab, it has voice typing, and literally as you talk, it'll write for you. Ah, and so, and I heard about that technology, but I was wondering, like, yeah, what format was it in? Yeah, and it's it's a little different than Microsoft Word, what I'm used to, and um, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I have different clients that um, are not able to type, and if they can get their child or if they can just get to Google Docs and just hit the voice typing, just get it out your head and there, and then I have them send it to me. And um, that's one of the uh, – I have that uh, a publishing tools class, and that's a part of it. I let people know about that because one book is just a stepping stone. You know, I really believe mm-hmm. that every book has branches. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I just want to throw that out there because I heard you share that, and before I forget, I just want to make sure you knew about that. Google Docs is amazing um, to really put yourself, like, it's impossible for you to lose it unless the computer just, well, no, that's not true because if that computer messes up, you can go to the library or you can go anywhere else and mm-hmm. log right back into your Gmail account and it'll be right where you left off at. So that's not true. I was about to say unless your computer blows up, but, yeah, so that's not even true. Um, once you put it in Google Docs, and then the great thing about it, it, it saves to your drive and everything. So it's it's there unless you delete it, you know. So before I forget, I had wanted to let you know about that. All right, so the next question is, how did you organize your thoughts? Was it like uh, I wanted to say this, 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 and this? Or was it uh, I had to do an outline or, like, how were – what was your technique that you used to organize your thoughts? Well, again, I was a little bit all over the place. So I used all three of those at some point. Uh, okay, at one point you. I was just writing, um, but I wanted to um, follow, you know, your traditional um, – what you learn in English class, you know. Exactly, right, right. You know, your three main points, and then you go on and develop the body of what you have to state. Um, Right. But around that, what I would do is once I would start um, whatever that page would be, then from that I would try to draw my – what my chapter name would be. Because what I found was, is I was, my thoughts, the way my thoughts were coming was with what the chapter would be about. And then gotcha. the details would come later. Right. And then after that, it was, okay, well, which chapter do I want to be first? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know, exactly. And then flowing through that. Um, so even though I had always had a general outline, um, 
as far as filling in the blanks, that was kind of all over the place because um, your thoughts come as they come and they're not sequential. So you just, you know, fill it in where it fits and then go from there. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, So how did you obtain your substance, like, or your truth or the material? How did you obtain that? And that does kind of go with how you're explaining your summary, but the nuts Mm -hmm. and bolts of the content, how, how, Mm-hmm. How did you, like you said, you like some things you just didn't want to share or you felt, you know, it wasn't time or things of that nature, mm-hmm. but like what, it was more personal, I guess to say, or was it just something, I just, I just want to share this. This needs to be shared. So was it personal or was it more, I want to say neutral or more, um, I guess, social? You know what I mean? Because, like, some people, mm-hmm. um, they write a book and it's personal. It's something that they're, mm-hmm. they're sharing and it's more next to their heart opposed to if it's a hobby or if you're sharing mm-hmm. um, poetry or a story, uh, you know, it, it's not mm-hmm. as touchy to the heart. So, like, do you understand the question? Yes. Um, okay. is more on the biographical side. Um, okay. It automatically makes it, you know, personal. Um, but at the same time, I didn't want it delivered in an autobiography format where it's just um, a documentary. Right. <laughs> um, right. Um, which is also why I, I only went with the things that were really at the forefront gotcha. of what I perceived to be the things that are holding me from being able to complete uh, the task that I know I wanted to put my hands to or I know I started but I couldn't seem to get done. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was about finding out what these obstacles were or are and um, addressing them. So that's mm-hmm. pretty much um where that lay and now as far as the social aspect there's always if if a person is going to write something for others to read then that in and of itself is the social aspect of it um because now you're engaging other people you're engaging other communities so there's right. always going to be the social aspect um then the question from there becomes well how much do you want to engage these other people um, do you only want to engage them to the extent that the book allows them to right. get to meet you, or do you want to engage them beyond that? And so um, I know we talked about this in passing, but that's one of the things that I had to settle in myself. Right. If I have a book signing or if I have a book launch and someone has already read the book, they come with questions. Are right. you willing to answer those questions? Um, and so I had to settle in myself, yes, I'm willing to answer right. those questions. Yes, I'm willing to expand um, their knowledge of that situation. Um 
preferably and how it relates to them because most of the time that's why people are asking because in some shape or form relates to them or someone that they know. And so right. you want to make sure you put the focus back on them. Every now and again, you get somebody who's asking a question just because they're really digging in um, and yeah. trying to glean more information from you, whether it's simply right. being nosy or they just really want to know. Um, but most of the time, it's the former, and it's people trying to seek out ways to get more insight on how to deal with whatever they're dealing with or someone that they know is dealing with and how they can piece everything together. So with that, that made it a little easier for me to to make the decision to say, okay, this is a conversation, it's a conversation, which means it's going to be an ongoing conversation, which means it's going to naturally expand. um, And there are going to be some things that are going to be uncomfortable and other things that won't be, you know. Right, um, right. That'll be easy to deal with or talk about whatever case may be. So, but it's just about settling. Yeah. And, that. Yeah. and then, yeah, of course, there are people who do just write because they just like to write. There yeah. Yeah. No personal tie um, other than it's their hand to the, you know, hand to the pen to the paper. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just uh, just pleasure. Um, pleasure writing that they get to share. And I've done that also, but I've never published any of it. You know, right, gotcha. I'm fortunate to have um, creative writing on two different occasions in school, in public school settings. Um, and that was fun, you know. Right. And I need to to learn different styles of writing and all of that. That was between elementary and middle school. Um, and that's either something that you hang on to or you lose. And, right, right. Um, if you don't continue to practice it. So there are some things I had to go back and relearn. I, always, I was always that person who um, I really had to learn sentence structure because I always had that run on sentence. <laughs> Right, so right. for me, it was, no, but my thought's not complete. So how do I get my complete thought out without breaking it up if right. it's really just one thought? And so that right. taught me, you know, how to use some commas, how to use some semicolons, how to use some right. colons. That's mm-hmm. what was supposed to be there. And then, yes, um, some things do get lost in the edit process. I will tell you, I went back and I read the book again, and I caught an area that somehow just missed. Um, and I was like, oh, well, well, <laughs> it's just one right. line. It should be mm-hmm. okay. But right. um, it could have used a comma or two right. <laughs> in there. Um, but overall, I think that, People who write and who publish, whether it's an informal publishing on a social media platform or formally in a book, it's because they really do just want to share their thoughts and maybe have a conversation or generate a conversation, maybe not directly with someone, but in someone else's head. You know, like, do you understand what I'm saying? And do you 
think the way that I think, or do you think completely different? And exactly. how do you do this? You know, so I think it's more about the questions that the author can generate and the reader's mind um, stimulate their thought process. I know for me, I love that. Um, when I was teaching, that's one of the things I loved is to see someone generating a question. Um, right. Because that means that I've reached them. Right. In some ways, right. you must um, For mm-hmm. you to have to question me about something, first and foremost, you were listening. And then, two, you know, I. I said or did something that stimulated thought. And so that is basically what your whole goal is to me as an educator is to stimulate thought, to stimulate, you know, um, critical thinking. So as long as I'm doing that, then I've done my job, and I feel like that carries over with this also. Okay. All right, so now, um, so what kept you level through the process? Like you said, because for some people, um, because of the topic, they pretty much was like, Mm -hmm. oh, because I was just ready to publish and, you know, because it was more of a hobby or more of like a story Mm -hmm. that's not really sitting in their chest, you know what I mean? But for yours, it hit so many personal Mm -hmm. things. So what kept you level um, through this process? Um, Actually, having you and my husband and um, maybe a couple other people who just knew that I was writing and getting the nudges. Right, um, right. Have you written today? Are you writing this week? Um, what are your thoughts this week? Have you put it right. down? Uh, so when like do you done with this? <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say, and is there a sense of urgency about it? And if so, what's keeping you from getting it done? Right. Um, so, yeah, having the external pushes was, was absolutely necessary for this project to get complete. Okay. Um, and it also gave me um, – it helped me with one of the things that I come to realize that I struggle with um, across the board with everything. And I didn't realize you – know, some things you just don't know until you, until you know. Um, is with my follow-through. Some things – Generally easy for me to follow through on and right. not be big of a deal. If I have a deadline in school or a deadline at work, I'll get you what you ask me for by that deadline nine times out of ten without any problem. Right. Um, but with this, because it was personal right. and because it was a conversation, and I find that any time I have to work or deal or speak directly to a person, my follow-through or my follow-up may not be as seamless. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is necessary. Now, this is on paper, but it's still a conversation. 
It is. And so when we're talking about, you know, just that conversation piece, period, like me calling you, you mm-hmm. know, um, or you calling me because uh, I have information. I, I know it's great information, and I really want to share it with you, but I don't pick up the phone. Right, right. You know, that silent piece is something right. that I just shouldn't with, period. But doing this and going through this process has helped me see how much it's just that one singular thing across the board that has been holding me up in general with the things that I say I want to accomplish um, right. or I truly do want to accomplish and, and complete. But I'll run and then I'll pause. Uh-huh, As if uh-huh. something in the process has changed, nothing has changed. It's, it's the same same sequence of events um, okay. <laughs> that needs to take place. So, but somehow I'm trying to rationalize that. Okay. Maybe something has changed. Maybe something is different, and I can do something different. When this is the one time and the one situation, this is the one thing that doesn't change. Um, right. And and getting the task complete. So yeah. Okay. So um I have maybe two or three more. Two more. Um do you have a mission or at least three goals for your book? Yes. Um the what I would like for my book to do is to one as I stated earlier, inspire thought, inspire reflection, and assist the person in generating um, solution-based living. And not always, I mean, yes, live in reality. Um, Acknowledge what is. Acknowledge what's going on in front of you. Acknowledge the fact that a problem is a problem. Don't act like it isn't. Mm-hmm. However, don't get stuck in the issue. Start immediately looking for the solutions to um, what's of concern to you. Start drafting it out, planning it out, writing it out, whatever you have to do. Start generating a plan of action um, so that you can just continue to move and move forward and be happy. And beyond that, you know, if you don't have a relationship with God, then those are the times where if you're really looking for a good plan of action, you start to really search and dig in and like, okay, something's missing. There's a piece of the puzzle that's missing. Mm -hmm. And if you're honest with yourself, then you realize that, okay, I really don't have a relationship um, with the Heavenly Father. I really don't know what I believe or who I believe in or if I believe in anything. Um, And if you start to generate those questions and those thoughts, I'm happy with that. Because right. then that's the door and an opportunity for you to start down the path of seeking and searching out and getting to know the voice of God and getting to know 
when he's there trying to lead and guide you and you're just being a knucklehead. <laughs> right. You know, you're just being hard of hearing. So, right. um, yeah, so that's, that is what I would hope for people to get out of this um, okay. book and to strengthen their relationship with, with God. And for me, that's Jesus Christ. Um, and so I would hope for other people, obviously, because I believe in Jesus Christ, that they would come to know Jesus also. Um, but I have no timeline on when that happens. But my thing is, if you're on that path, I believe that God will push you there if that is your desire. He will show you who he is in such a way that you'll just fully embrace him. You know. Okay. Um, so, so and then uh, you have okay. a better life. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure you definitely have a better life. Um. So, do you have a plan, or uh, what platform do you plan to um, stay in touch with your readers, or um, use your mission? you know, exercise your goals or the mission for your book, what platform or what direction um, do you plan to go or do you have a plan? Well, currently, um, of course, everyone is on social media, so I would be using that as part of the platform. Um, The other piece is I do have a radio blog, so I'll be able to... Speak. We can either do live or pre-recorded segment, but that allows me or gives me the opportunity to stay in touch with um, people who may read my book and may have questions um, or may just be looking for more information. So between those two and then, um, like I said, if I do any book signings or anything like that, um, that gives you a face-to-face. So it's just a matter of setting those things up, and I have. I'm currently working on um, setting up a book launch at the local salon um, that I've been doing since 2013 called Body and Soul. And then um, in April, I'm going to be having a book signing at the Serenity Tea Room in Frankfurt, Maryland. Um, the owner, Blanche Henry, has been gracious enough to allow me to do so. So that information oh, will be soon for me. And I will let you know about that. And uh, obviously I will have it plastered all over all of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as far as which one is going to take place first, honestly, even though I felt like I would be hosting or launching at the um, salon. It may be that my launch is actually at the tea room, and then right. I just have to be signing at um, the salon. So, okay. But I'm staying flexible with that, and that's one of the things that I've learned also through this process because I was very much a scheduled person. I had, if I write right. down particular timeline, then I need this goal accomplished by that date, and God is just 
been <laughs> uh, rocking all my timelines. And, right. Um, basically, like, yeah, it's great to plan, and you're supposed to plan and be prepared, but you're or, um, supposed to be flexible. <laughs> You know, exactly. and that's, funny because that's one of the big things in the military is hurry up and wait. And what that means mm-hmm. is be prepared, stay flexible. Right. You know, right. and I'm like 20 years of hurry up and wait, and you think, oh, I had that concept yeah. down, but I'm still learning because I still like, even though I'm very abstract about how I use my time once I'm in it, especially if it's something I like. But I need to have that checklist. Right. And and once I have the checklist, then if I'm making the variations, everything's okay. Right. (laughs) Of course. You know, as long as the checklist is there and it's completed by the end of the day. Whereas, you know, you on somebody else's timeline is, yeah, we have a checklist, but this is subject to change. And I know we told you we were doing X, Y, Z, but we will, but it'll be on this day, not today, yada, yada, yada. And we're just going to hurry up and wait. <laughs> right. You know, so, and that's just really how it is in life for real. It's a hurry up and wait. Be prepared. Right. But be ready for things to change. And it may be a quick change or it may be a long, drawn-out. I know, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. um, but it's going to get done. It's going to get done. Okay, so my last question for real is mm-hmm. what would you share to someone that is looking to publish? They want to uh, become an author. Uh, what would be the message that you would share with them? The first thing I would tell them is exactly what someone told me, which is a very simple message. It's something that you already know, but sometimes you have to hear it, which is just write. It yeah. doesn't matter if it's in order. It doesn't matter if it's chronological. It doesn't matter if it's sequential. Just write. Every time mm-hmm. you have a thought, like you said, now we have the technology, pick up yeah. your phone, make the phone right for you, but get it yeah. down. And then you can right. always go back and reorganize it later. So that would right. be the biggest piece of advice I would give them. And then the second piece I would be is hook up with Andra. Uh, Andra. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Only is she going to give you great guidance, but she's also, honestly, the most cost-effective for what is offered. And she's not doing this simply to support her family and, you know, hold a business. She's doing this because she sincerely wants to see people get but they need to get out, get out, and help you become self-published if that's what you like to do. She'll literally walk you through the steps. And so after you work with her that one time, you don't necessarily have to go back and work with her again unless you just choose to. And she's actually okay with that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I would definitely say that should be your second step. And then after that, you know, get it completed. So Right. Right, get her done, yeah. 
questions I have to say about that. Okay. Well, that will conclude the interview. And like I said, I will be posting your cover and your interview in the month of August. And I just speak a blessing over your book and everywhere your book goes that your message will reach the minds and the hearts of everyone and that you will also catapult onto your destiny so that you will stay and remain in the will of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. You have a great evening. Thank you. You too. Uh, Bye-bye.